Just when you think it couldn't get any easier, the folks at The Grainfather have come up with the G40, now available in the U.S., more volume, 40 liters, up to 10 gallons, Wi-Fi connectivity, and a sight glass. All the bells and whistles of the original all-in-one, but ready for more brewing. Grainfather continues to offer quality, state-of-the-art homebrew equipment and impeccable customer service for the 21st century home brewer. The Grainfather community app with recipe building software helps you bring your vision to life all from the comfort of your mobile device. Check them out at grainfather.com. Brewed Up is grateful for the sponsorship from Premier Malt Group. Premier Malt Group is a family-owned exclusive distributor of Alberta Malt Barley from Origin Malting and Brewing and Family Ventures. Alberta Malt Barley is recognized as the world's best barley for craft brewers and provides full traceability to the exact field where they grow it. Order by the 55-pound bag or pallet by phone or email. Find the contact info in our show notes. Thank you for streaming this little homebrew podcast. Brewed Up chronicles the fermentation highs and lows of Tyler Sadler of the Valley and Lori Ann Gutierrez of South Central LA. We also discuss breweries, cats, tacos, other adult bevs, and, and whatever, whatever else comes to mind. This show is available to listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and wherever else you like to listen. Now, here's the show. Welcome to Brewed Up. Happy New Year, Happy Brew Year, and Happy New Beer. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, welcome. All those cheesy Happy New Year fucking brew sayings that I've seen all for the past week. Don't you love them? I bet you there's like <laughs> at least four more variations we could come up with. At least. I'm oh, sure yeah. they're all t-shirts at this point too that you can wear for one solid week of the year. Ooh, good point. All right. <laughs> Today we have one of the biggest names in homebrewing on our little pod, Sarah Flora of Flora Brewing is here with us. Yay! We're going to dub a huge audience like freaking out. Okay. Got yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Put it in post. <laughs> yes. Uh, but first, we have a. Homebrewery update. Update. Yes, we're in sync, baby. That was good. Um. All right, our homebrew update is brought to you by Delta Brewing Systems. Choose Delta Brewing Systems for high quality, affordable stainless steel fermenters, kettles, and more. Visit www.deltabrewingsystems.com to check out their selection of. Awesome, amazing equipment. Also, keep an eye on our IG because we'll be having a sweet giveaway sponsored by them very soon. Go Delta. Go Delta. (laughs) Um, All right. Homebrew update. Yes. Lori. Um, 
I rebrewed a Dubell and I fucked up my numbers yet again. I also packaged another stout that I hold made. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Go on. Go ahead. What do you mean by fucked up your numbers? It's like this whole thing with you like dial in the efficiency and then it changed and then the app. It's uh, I can't explain it because I didn't I'm not a computer because I'm not I can't explain it. <laughs> You're not a computer. <laughs> can only be explained by computer. <laughs> it is it can only be ex- explained by computer. And Basically, I had to rebrew this thing and I I hope it I hope it turns out a little better. I also packaged a stout that I was brewing for their SEC stout competition and I fucked that up too. I I don't think I'm going to enter it. It straight up looks like motor oil and when I was bottling it, I used bottling drops and I am 95% sure one of the bottles has two drops in it, but the beer was so dark, <laughs> I could not tell which one it was. So I just laid a towel on top and like whatever happens, happens. Well, you'll probably know which one that was because it'll explode. Yeah, but that's I can't enter it into a competition because <laughs> that's just like you know, it's not responsible. Hey, Amen. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Homebrew roulette. Yeah. Competition so, version. Yeah. My homebrew is I hate brewing right now. Just kidding. I love it. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, that was like a lot. I mean, did you taste it though? Did it taste like motor oil or did it just look like motor oil? That's the question. I think I left it on the coffee a, a tad too long, but it tastes pretty good. Just okay. That's all that matters. Guys, it yeah. is. it is black and a little chewy tastes pretty good but it's like 4.7 like how do you do that to yourself isn't that weird black hey look black beers matter okay they do (laughs) sorry inappropriate um (laughs) i think i look i you've been your last double that mr carter can vouch for me we both had it. It was fucking good. You're kind of, I mean, you're freaking out about it, but it was like, it was really good. So I don't know. Just let it, just let it do its thing. I'm going to let taste it. taste it when it's, yeah. you know, yeah. It's whatever. All right. How about you? <laughs> and then we're going to ask you, Sarah. So get ready. So get ready. <laughs> Mine's going to be very uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> um... I honestly I not I don't want to say I've been hating brewing lately. I'm there's a little tweaks in my there's always little tweaks in my system that I'm trying to figure out. But um I had a perfect brew day, then I had a fucked up brew day, then I had like a so-so brew day. So that's kind of how my my life always rolls, but um I'm thinking of trying to converting I guess my system over to a more like brew in a bag, rim system um type of deal diy claw mm-hmm. hammer style D-I-A-B, sands baby. <laughs> yeah because my cooler is like you know it's 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 given me a lot of great beers but it's kind of getting on the the raggedy side so starting to try and think of which which way to, to go without spending a lot of money but yeah just been brewing a lot for other people not for myself so <laughs> That's been fun. That's always fun. Um, but no, it's it's fine. Broke a couple things, but 
hopefully some good beers will come out of it. So that's the only Sacrifice. update I have. Yeah. Some tears, some blood, some sweat, but good beer. All right. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> um, I have nothing going right now because I'm in Washington. What? I brought cool. up a fermenter, though. Might happen. You never know. Oh. Uh, I have to borrow all my homebrew equipment from a next door neighbor up here. <laughs> well, you're in Washington. Make it work. If you have a fermenter, just get some apple juice and <laughs> toss it. I'll send you some. Make champ- a cider. I'm not a cider maker, lady. Come on, dude. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Everyone's a cider maker. Uh, a cider maker. I don't know if I can make it through like five gallons of cider is the thing. Same. Uh, Sorry, Lori. A lot of apple juice. Agree. A lot of apple lot. juice. It's a lot. I did before I came up here. I um, I was like, oh shit, I gotta make content. So I brewed three beers in two days and <laughs> packaged everything before I came up. I have no idea what these beers taste like. When I tried them, they were not done, and I just packaged them anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, oh. I gotta do the reviews for them here, and I'm hoping to get my neighbors to help me out. Uh, I'm hoping they like settled in the cans because they tasted like yeast. Oh, we're gonna see. (laughs) Hopefully, there were some Belgian beers, maybe a hazy. No, no, actually, the Belgian actually did finish. Uh, I just posted that today, actually. Um, but I had a tangerine wheat, Mm. uh, peppermint stout, and an amber ale that I made. And I pressurized fermented them, so I was like, oh, they'll be done in a week. And, like, technically they're done in a week. Like, they're, like, fermented in a week. But there's still yeast everywhere. It tastes gross if you drink any beer within a week. It's, like, impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, it's been, like, three weeks now, and I think hopefully we can crack one. I'm, like, keeping them from everyone. I was like, no one can drink these beers. These are my (laughs) secrets. We have to wait beers. Secret, Mm -hmm. you need to taste them first. Beers. I know, right? I'm like, if you guys taste these and they tasted like what they tasted like three weeks ago, you're going to lose all faith in me. (laughs) I have to kind of do that with, like, the beers at my house, too. My room, it's like, oh, what do we got on tap? I'm like, this is off limits. This is off limits. You can drink (laughs) this. (laughs) Yep. Yep, that's the same at the our house in LA where we got the keg grader. My husband's like, "What's on tap?" I'm like, "Nothing for you." <laughs> well, I we definitely want to get into you know all that in a second, but um, um, yeah. So that's a homebrew update. We have Sarah on the podcast. Hello, thank you for joining us. Um, hello. hi, hello. Uh, I I don't know, Lori. I feel like we should skip. Look, we know Lino's. Let's, if let's anyone's just get listened into to it. anything yeah. with Sarah, yeah, we know how you started. You got a kit for your husband. He was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Thank you. you were like, "Hell I'm so yeah!" Tired of telling that stupid story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we get it. We get it. <laughs> we you're get like, it. you're on your fucking. You're on your top of your fucking homebrew shit right now. So I, I think everyone's just, like, caught create up. Create a fake like origin story that's like super epic, <laughs> and then there's like. And I'll just create it one for each podcast I go on, and then no one has any idea what's going on. Yes, and then you have people I got being bit like, by a "Wait spider. a <laughs> And then I became a homebrewer. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in a vat of beer, and I was in a coma for a year. 
So Sarah's uh, Zooming with us from the great state of Washington. 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 What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking from Washington? I'm actually drinking my favorite brewery up here. It's actually like seven minutes down the road from me. It's called Silver City. Um, I'm actually friends with the the lady who does the marketing too. Um, You guys might know her. Uh, She's... uh, Beers and Bedtime on Instagram, mm. Rachel. Um, but this is their Alive and Amplified Supercharged IPA. They do a lot of, like, music-y stuff. Um, they did, like, a collaboration with MXPX because they're from, like, this town. Oh, my God. Uh, MXPX. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Is that a brewery? I have no idea what okay. that means. Okay, MXPX, MXPX is like a pop punk Christian band. Is that correct? Are they Christian? I think so. I didn't know that because my brother is like a turbo Christian, MXPX a peace stuff. and love. But like, I think he got really into, you know, when it was like Christian um, music. You know, was also like very pop and punk at a, at a like at a point. Switchfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's more punk than Switchfoot, but yeah. you're on the right track. <laughs> that's the only like mainstream Christian band that I could think of. From I was like <laughs> trying to think of one that's more like MXPX, and I don't think I can. I want to say that's like, um, shoot, not Jimmy Eat World, but like, oh. what's the Travis Barker band? Blink One Eighty Two, Blink One Eighty Two ish. Lori, I'm gonna fucking slap you in no, the face for saying what? that. What's the Travis Barker? music styles, not Christian style? <laughs> no, like it does kind of sound like that. What's oh the Travis? Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's the uh, Courtney. Isn't Travis Barker dating a yeah Kardashian? Oh God, this podcast is already. No, we're gonna stop this conversation are... right here. Yeah, I don't know what right. you guys thought was gonna happen when I came on. And if anyone doesn't know this, we were friends before I had like a serious Instagram following or anything, and the YouTube was even up. And yeah, <laughs> so it's gonna Actually, get, go wrong real quick. <laughs> that's a good place to start, yeah. Because like I, we don't we 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 asked you to come to the podcast. We don't really give a shit where this goes. It's like let's just shoot this shit. We're like Sarah, um, do yeah, Sarah. We're friends. Yeah, Sarah's yeah. a longtime friend. Like, you know, she's part of SoCal Set of Settles. And then prior to that, I know, I feel like you and Lori were like close ahead of that, you know, that ahead of that stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys want to like talk about that, how you guys met. Like, how did that start? Yeah, we met through SoCal Service Arrows, but like right when we joined, like I joined with uh, my coworker, Melanie, for, um, and she was running the Crafty Brewsters Club. And I was kind of helping and not participating at all because that's what I do in homebrew clubs is just not participate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you rep, um, you rep though. Yeah, I do shout outs and don't go to any meetings. I'm a terrible club member. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I think that's when we met. You know, uh, I went to a brew day at Lori's house. Um, er, was it a brew day? No, I think it was a party. At Lord, no, it was a brew day. Brew day first, then party. Then turned into and, a party. And uh, yeah, it's 
it's funny. I have to like explain to my husband, like, oh, I'm going to a podcast with Lori and Tyler. And he remembers you, Tyler, because we actually like sat down in the cloud and like had beers and chatted. He cannot remember who you are, Lori, until I'm like, we were at her house. She's blonde. Like, oh, yeah, I love her. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that McLeod date. That was fun. What? But yeah, that McLeod date, guys. Where was I? Sorry. This was a long it's- time ago. <laughs> You're in South Central, girl. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what are you drinking? Um, I'm actually drinking some homebrew that I made. It's an apricot sour that beer. Sounds like apricot a homebrew beer. update that did not get included. Uh, I know, but it's it's like part of the lip brew thing, and it's just experimental oh, shit. God, but it's God, good. God, it's God, Philly sour apricot puree. Um. This, this, this is the third time that I've brewed it, and it actually came out good this time. Nice. So. <laughs> That's exciting. Nice. Have you brewed with um, peaches or nectarines? Because I always hear that apricots give, like, a way better flavor. Like, it's, like, way more noticeable because it's less, like, sugar, I guess, and more tartness. You know, I haven't. I was a little afraid to use apricot just because I've had apricot beers that are, like, super apricotty and it's like oh i don't really i'm not a huge fan um and also i've had beers made with nectarine and peach namely like sour beers shout out celador they do a lot of nectarine stuff but and that's really good but yeah no it it comes off pretty it's coming off pretty nicely i'm not it's not hitting me in the face so nice i still haven't been to celador and it's five minutes from my house hi i'm shook we moved we moved to uh uh panorama city nice. so i'm like so close to mcleod and celador now and san fernando brewing and we've done a mcleod in san fernando but like my dude doesn't really love sours so i'm like ah, i gotta like make a trip at some point actually you know what they have at celador on tap is pop fuji Oh really? It's a, yeah, it's a pilsner. It's a pilsner. Yeah, they can't really advertise oh, it as. I don't know if that's widely known, but anyway, they have an. Uh, uh, it is. <laughs> they have it on, on draft there for your non-sour. Yeah, Hermanos. I was just there yesterday. They they do a slow pour, and it's it looks it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. really good. So definitely, when you're yeah. back in LA, I know you live like down the street from me. We gotta like do another a brewery date. Yeah, um, we've really got to do it. Uh, we're bad yeah. at hanging out. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, Sarah, I want to see your, your, no, your setup and stuff. I know you're. Oh yeah, you guys both got to come over. It's like a whole garage thing. I got to get all my husband's tools out of it. When he went on, like, he works in the TV industry, and he's the guy who has all the tools. So when he's not working, a five ton truck full of tools comes to my house and puts all their tools in my goddamn brewery. God damn it. <laughs> so there's no space to even move in there right now. It's insane. Oh. Homeboy needs a shed. We have a shed Not- as well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Looks like both of y'all need your own fucking house. I, I need to. My, I'm <laughs> serious. Yes. The home brewery is like, it does take up. And then all the husband's shit, you're just like. I'm like, can you get these fucking guitars out of here, please? Like, I'm sick of this shit. There's like a drum <laughs> kit. There's yeah. like eight different amps. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you having a rock show? Is it band practice? <laughs> Didn't think so. Let's go. Just kidding. 
dreams. Yeah, we built the shed so that we could clear out the brewery, uh, and then like, I don't know where works. it all, how, I, where yeah. all space went. How do you it, magically it find shit to fill your shed again? Like, insane, insane. And it's like it. we have so many of those like Trinity wire shelves that like is are everywhere. <laughs> It, it, I think we've got like eight at this point between the garage and the shed. It's insane. I love those. Oh, great. Costco, man. They're like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Brewed up. Brought to you by Costco. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kirkland. Lauren, please, wait, what are you please, thinking? Please, Costco, be my sponsor. <laughs> uh, do you imagine? Right? Kirkland. Pizza. Um, I am drinking... Dead Love Language, which is a Belgian single by our homie Ooh. Andy. <gasps> and stop. Oh my gosh. Sorry. It's made by. That, lo- that looks like the cover of The, the Secret, the book. <laughs> it, it does. does. <laughs> um, yeah. It says a collaboration. A or Secret. Oprah's here. A collaboration with <laughs> home brewer Andy Carter. Part of the San Diego Aww. Beer News Homebrew Summer Competition, and it was brewed and calved at Savage Wood in Scripps Ranch. So, like, little clap, clap for Andy, Doctor Andy. We love you. Um, he's a brewed AC, up guy. AC. Yes, and yeah, it's pretty he's good. A brewed up contributor. Gotta love a, a little shout thingy. out to Barrel Barrel Age Seltzer. That's our <laughs> chat group. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. And sounds awful. Just <laughs> terrible and great at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, I'd try it, but. You gotta try it. Because, like, what's that gonna taste like? Butthole. Awful. <laughs> Just straight butthole. I'm getting I'm getting really large butthole vibes off this uh, barrel-aged seltzer. Buttholes would line up to to drink that butthole though they would totally do it if you did a barrel aged butthole seltzer it might just taste like an old fashioned if you tried hard Ooh, (laughs) oh honestly if if you put like a drawing of like a a sexy lady on it you'll sell a bunch of it like to a bunch of (laughs) douchebags so no big deal Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh my god so sarah tell us the story behind your washington location if you don't mind that's yes. that's that's cool too uh she's, yeah she's not bi-coastal she's double i'm one coast she's bilateral bi-statal bi-statal um so we've got this cabin in washington that's in the middle of the woods like off a dirt road kind of situation and like we've been snowed in here uh a couple times because it snows and you can't leave basically i guess i don't know this is my first time experiencing snow up here um it's currently snowing and uh so there's like four acres of forest not all usable the cabin sits on the edge of a like 200 foot cliff um (laughs) into ferns um but uh there is enough space that in my wildest dreams i'd like to open up 
a really, really tiny, like 400 square foot brewery up here and just like do distribution only because like, it's literally a dirt road. Like Nana. I can't have people here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, the idea is if that works out, then, uh, the town we're in is called Bremerton and they have like a little downtown area where, uh, ferries from Seattle actually come, uh, like an hour from Seattle on the slow ferry that you can take your car on or 30 minutes on a walk-on ferry which is awesome it goes very fast it's kind of surprisingly fast for a passenger ship mm-hmm. um so yeah and uh if it goes well open up a tap room downtown and yeah like a little like satellite tap room situation yeah kind of I'd probably like move some production there too just because of the uh size constraints because like I literally want to like build sheds <laughs> like two 200 foot sheds <laughs> oh, um yeah and uh yeah I think it can work I don't know they'll probably like slide into my ha- uh cabin and like fall into the gorge and it'll just be a travesty but I don't know we'll see fuck it homeowners insurance <laughs> I know I know we're like uh so we're we're literally planning the house that we're gonna build when the cabin falls into the cliff. Good idea. <laughs> There's like mudslide warnings right now. Damn, bro. Is, she's I'm literally so living on the edge, buddy. <laughs> it's like four feet away from a cliff. Living on the <laughs> edge. So I, I want to get into this decision. I I mean, and peace and love. I just say this as a fellow. <laughs> you know, working class Angelino, the decision to buy property out of state. And I mean, a lot of home brewers are like, one day I want to open a brewery, but you're like literally putting one foot in front of the other to do that. How did you come up with that decision? Like, how did that, how did that feel? I'm so curious about this. I, you know, I think we bought this place before I started homebrewing. Oh, um, oh. got it. Uh, you know, it's like the LA thing. It's like, you can't afford to buy property in LA. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we want to find a place. And we looked basically all up Northern California into Oregon and into Washington. And we were like, we wanted woods. We wanted some land and we wanted a little place to like come and like get out of the city. So that it it had nothing to do with brewing at the time. And the funny thing is the brew, the beer that I'm literally drinking, this is the brewery, you know, in house hunters, how they always go and like have a cocktail or go to a brewery. We did that with this brewery. (laughs) Nice. We're like, are we fucking crazy? Yeah, we're crazy. (laughs) We got drunk at the brewery and we fucking decided to buy the cabin. Dude, I Wait, honestly did not know you were in a cabin. Like, I totally imagined something different, but you're, like, fucking rural it's as hell. Rural. It's literally <laughs> zoned rural, which is the only reason we could do the brewery on it, honestly. That's They're like, rad. We don't give a he- you're going to give a shit. You're yeah, going to do whatever you want. This is homesteading. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. homestead we're, rescue. We're like, we don't even know, like, Homestead I Rescue. Cannot my dad stand that. that guy. Oh, oh Marty. My God. We watch it and I'm like, I want to <laughs> fucking punch this guy in the face. Why is his shirt always unbuttoned? 
I, Misty's pretty fucking rad, but Marty, he always has like a one-liner. I just go, that guy. I call Misty's bullshit. Misty's awesome. Misty's awesome. Yeah. Sorry no. for the tangent. And it's like, oh, you're doing the like dumbest shit in this homestead that's totally unusable and like just something that the producers cooked <laughs> up. I've shrunk feelings. Well, wow, I've really struck a chord on the homestead rescue. I, I mean, we I'm do like, watch it. To... We watch it for ideas. You, ha- you have to hate hate watch it. Well, you're well, you're definitely on top of it. I mean, most of those fools out there, it's just like, how, why did you make that decision? Are you? They're like, I've never hunted. Um, I've yeah. never used a power I mean, tool. We're Half like them five minutes from town too, which is nice. Yeah. Like. If we need, like, my husband's like, oh, we got to stock up food. We're going to get snowed in. I'm like, no, we're not. Like, you're going to drive up the fucking road and you're going to go to the grocery store. You know how to drive in snow. You're from Colorado. Like, you're Touché. fine. Mm-hmm. That's like, good. Survive. Like, my dad mm-hmm. and my stepmom, like, they're literally like 30 minutes from civilization. civilization. They can get reined in they're off of dirt roads i'm like how the hell like how how do y'all do this This is crazy yeah we're i mean like if if push came to shove i could walk to like the grocery store it would it's like probably three or four miles through the snow yeah yeah dude our neighbors take us on friggin' hikes that are like entirely too long like up hills and shit i'm like Get a do you snowmobile, guys know that girl. We live in this city. <laughs> Get Wait, some huskies. Yeah. Do you a have little... a four wheeler yet? That's like very popular. Kubota. No. Oh, okay. We got. My it. mom got one, and she's obsessed. They're she so lives. Rough. My mom lives on an eighty acre ranch. Like I grew up like this, kind of. Nice. God damn. She's in Texas though, so it doesn't. It snows like once every other year. She doesn't know how to drive in snow. My parents are in <laughs> Texas too. Like LA oh really? Rain. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is like LA people in rain. You know what's really nice about Washington though? Everyone knows how to drive in the rain. It's lovely. And I grew up in Florida, mm. so I'm like, I drive in the rain like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's like it doesn't storms. scare me. Oh yeah. I mean, we have a dish in my family called hurricane potatoes because the <laughs> week before I was supposed to start high school. So uh, just think about what this implies. Okay. We didn't have power for an entire week before. Like, we got it the morning I started high school. I'm like, I'm going to fucking have to go <laughs> to school without having power for a week. And, like, my road was flooded. We couldn't, like, get groceries. We were, like, living on the potatoes and cooking them on the grill. It's, like, grill potatoes, basically, is what it is. Sounds yeah. all right. It's pretty good, actually. We did a good job. She's like, we were starving, you asshole. <laughs> we weren't starving. I was just like, I can't blow dry my fucking hair. I yeah. had like a short haircut at the time that couldn't handle not being blow dried. <laughs> you had a fro for a week. It's all good. Oh, that first so, week yeah, of high basically. school was critical. I had a cast. Mm-hmm. No, I broke my foot. <laughs> I had a cast. <laughs> you had a cast. I was oh, like, God. the so wait, you don't have any. So you don't have any homebrew equipment right now with you in Washington in your cabin. Um. So she I lucked into my neighbors so hard. 
This guy's got two friggin' burners. He's got kettles. He's got two kettles. Um, like I've done a bunch of videos actually with Sean, my next door neighbor. Um, hmm, okay. there from like over COVID because we were we were up here for three months over COVID, hmm. and uh, I finally brought up a pressurized fermenter, um, like a little four and a half gallon thing. Um, cause I want to make something before we go. Cause we're going to leave like end of January probably. And, uh, yeah, they've got like, he's got like a five tap kegerator he built kind of situation. We just got a kegerator delivered today. Uh, nice. congrats. Yeah. It's a new air one. It's freaking legit. It's been stuck with FedEx for like two weeks. Um, um it's new air. That's the brand. Yeah, they're the people who make like those mini fridges and stuff. Um, and they just came out with one. Wait, uh, wait. So, whoa, whoa. yeah. It's just a, it's a kegerator. You don't have to yeah. fuck with it or like build it or modify it. No, it's like, no. How many it's taps? Like four or it's two, just three. a one tap. I think I'm going to upgrade the um, tower though. Oh, that sounds yeah, like you mine. Gotta. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have like... just a two-tap in L.A. Um, hmm. I have a Keg King in L.A. that I just, I bought that, like, probably within six months of starting home brewing because we were like, fuck bottling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck bottling. Wait, what do you, I, you brew so much. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, I just assumed you had, like, an eight-tap, like, situation happening or do you can i guess you probably can i can a bunch of almost everything yeah okay. it's like i'll have two beers on tap usually pretty regularly it's like rare that there's not anything on tap but uh the keg king kegerator fits three kegs and this one looks like it's the same size i think it'll fit three at least of the like pepsi kegs because they're like slimmer mm. um and yeah, I mean, that's what I've been working with for probably five years or something now. Um, and it's great. It's holding up, man. Those guys are in Australia. And I was, we were, when the kegerator arrived today, he was like, oh, it's just one tap. And it was like, is this the same company that you had before? And I was like, no, it's a different company. The one that I bought, the Keg King, I did so much research about it and they're based in Australia. And I was like, if they can hold up to Australia's heat, they can hold up to LA heat. And this thing has never quit on me. It's great. Dude, what about the Comos? No? They, so it was like more beer was stocking Keg King at the time that I bought my kegerator. And then they switched to the Comos. So Got it was it. like, Kind of before I think they got popular. Comos is legit. I don't know. We uh, we sell them. They fit four kegs, whatever. Um, haven't had four too is many. nice. We haven't had too many issues with like the V twos. That's the V one was like piece of shit, but the V twos <laughs> blowing up V2s Comos like, over here. <laughs> hey, honestly, look, it, they were pieces of shit. We had to like either fix or replace half of them, but. The V2s are pretty legit. Check them out if you're interested. But yeah, they fit four kegs, but it's only because they've got that little saddle in the back you put your CO2 tank in and so on and so forth. But but that's cool. Yeah. So you've got something to have the CO2 saddle mm -hmm. thing. I've never installed it. I just keep it on a rack next to it. It's like my thing about the CO2 saddles is they're always in the back. 
yeah well at least someone i have and it's like i don't want my kegerator to be like out another eight inches or whatever <laughs> that's true so the brewing with your neighbor okay so that's interesting was that like a thing that was known prior to i guess you got the house a while ago but like is that something that you happen to stumble upon or that's kind of we- random we, I, you know, it was just one of those things. We started drinking beer. We drink with those guys. Like, it is no one's business. I drink more in Washington the world. than I think I've ever drank, like, ever. It's insane. <laughs> um, okay. uh, and I definitely drink way more beer up here. Um, in LA, it's like, I hardly drink beer. Like, I taste my beers and stuff, and I'll do my reviews. But I'm, like, a wine drinker now. I think I, like, burnt myself out a bit on the LA beer scene. But in Washington, it's like uh, liquor is extremely, if you have hard liquor in your house, you're kind of like a weirdo. Um, So we just like started drinking beers and we would go to like Silver City with them and get chatting. And like when I started homebrewing, they were like, oh yeah, we used to homebrew. Like we used to homebrew all the time. It's like, we got buddies who showed us we got equipment like you want to brew well i'm like why haven't you told me this before <laughs> <laughs> that's chill that's cool yeah that's and cool. like their place is huge and beautiful and like a proper house situation absolutely gorgeous and uh yeah we just like set up the brew equipment we were brewing like once a week for a while there over covid it's like we didn't have anything to do um like one of my neighbors is a nurse and so she was obviously super busy but my other neighbor was like working at the navy base like as a contractor so it's like he was home during covid so were we and we're like yeah i'm working from home whatever let's brew yeah every every weekend it feels productive but fun and then you yeah exactly a lot of people started brewing over covid (laughs) so many so many business was booming what could i say oh my god yeah i bet it's like you would go to the like homebrew sites during covid it's like we don't have any stock stop asking (laughs) (laughs) then you go to simi valley oh whatever you want is here yeah i'm having a hard time keeping up with keeping up with people honestly did you start your podcast over COVID or like did the idea come about then or how did that come about? I the guess? idea came about then, but it's, I, we did the run from last like January to like July or something. It's on hiatus okay. for until I have more time. I got a dog. So now I have zero time. Oh, um, she is my little angel baby and I love her more than anything in the whole world. Cute. And uh so all of my podcast time is dedicated to Stevie. And um yeah, so it's like I want to get back into it. I like keep talking to people who like would be awesome to talk to and I'm like, "Uh, yes, I want to do it, but it's like so much like anxiety around like having to do it and having to put out like a whole season kind of thing. Like, and I don't know. I think it's just like, you guys have like a partnership, which is awesome. You have people to like make you do it. And it's like, 
I mean, it was Ash and I, but like, I feel like Ash is my mom sometimes. So I'm like, fight back <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> she's on top of it, huh? I don't oh, know. she's a pusher. <laughs> Gotta love her. Yeah. yeah. She, I mean, she's done so much for like Flora Brewing in general. She's like the woman behind the scenes for a lot of stuff, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Shout she, out to she's Ash. a hard worker. Definitely. Yeah, shout out to Ash. She is a hard worker. She's like hitting the ground like I don't know, yeah. 24/7. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she's exhausts me. I feel like we take turns at exhausting each other. We have like go through different like waves of energy. And it's like, you're exhausting me right now. Please leave me alone. I just want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, like Lori and I do have a it's it's it definitely helps to have a partnership and a podcast. Loria and I have found a, a, I don't know, a balance, um, a rhythm, maybe a balance, a yeah, a schedule. <laughs> I mean, I of think we start to a degree. <laughs> yeah, we both get active at different times, and it's just like, like I'll be burnout. Tyler will pick up the pace. <clears throat> Tyler will be having a lot of things going on. I'll step in and it just it's so far has been pretty effortless and it is nice that there's two of us to do the work um yeah of the podcast so love you Tyler (laughs) wait I'm just uh, interviewing you guys now (laughs) behind the scenes the name of your podcast sorry remind us again what is it again it's it like was called a, Brewing After Hours. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you interview a bunch of like really super cool fucking like yeah. heavy hitters in like the brewing industry, commical brewing, home brewing, not even brewing it, you know, specifically yeah, fermentate. Yeah, scientists. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'm like such a science nerd and I always have been. Like I I thought um I mean, I went to school for art. Um, but before then I thought I would go to school for biology and do something in the sciences. And, um, I feel like a lot of people actually say this to me. It's like, oh, well, if your interests are art and science, like brewing is kind of the perfect marriage of those two things. And, um, so it was, it's just so cool to be able to talk to scientists and like, just pick their brains about things. And it's like, oh, you're doing this, but what about this? And what about this? I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just like to geek out on things more than anything. And my mom's a science teacher and my dad's a packaging engineer. So it's like beer and science. Like those are what I grew up on. (laughs) That's awesome. Packaging engineer. I kind of love that. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, so he used to work for a glass company called Anchor Glass Container Corporation and uh, like throughout my, ch- until I graduated college, he worked for them and he used to work for Pepsi, like way back in the day, but, uh, uh they used to make, uh, all the glass bottles for breweries. So he would be making Anheuser-Busch's bottles. He made, uh, new Belgians bottles, which I found oh, wow. fascinating because they're like actual, very specific bottles with their name on them and everything. And I was talking to him one day and he was like, oh yeah, new Belgium. I used to make their bottles. So I'm like, why are you cool? And like, I didn't realize this. <laughs> Why are you cool? 
my dad's like such a learning. nerd. That's like totally growing up when you're like, it's hard to, you know, when you're a grown up and then you're like, wait, my parents are like kind of rad. Kind of rad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my dad hated that I went into the arts more than anything. And I still have my art day job. Like I still, I'm an operations director at an art gallery. But the moment that I went into brewing was the moment my dad was proud of me. He hated <laughs> all the art shit. This man uh, took me to every fucking art museum in every goddamn city we ever visited and fault. made me look at every single fucking painting. It took six hours to get through a goddamn art museum with this guy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't want you to get into art. I was like, well, maybe you should have been feeding me beer or something. <laughs> oh, my God. God a whole it, art museum. Yeah. Jeez. It's, yeah, the old it's art exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do art museums like like, piece by piece, not like a whole. You pick what you want to see. Go to that wing, hang out for a bit, go get lunch. If you're gonna sit there and read every single thing, you gotta let me know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like you have two pretty nerdy parents, so that explains why you're pretty nerdy about homebrewing. I mean, I'm a huge nerd. I was going to say, are you an IPA person? Let's talk this for a sec. I'm currently drinking more IPAs than I have in years. Mm. Um, I'm a total lager person mm. and Belgian person is what I am. Mm-hmm. I like a crispy boy. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, Silver City kind of um, focuses on IPAs a lot. And they make really good ones. They're not like punchy in the face bitter which I like and a lot of their IPAs are um higher alcohol which I find balances the happiness a lot better than like mm-hmm. your sessions I can't stand a session IPA if you give me a Wait. session IPA I won't drink it I love that you say that because I love a Deepa. like I love I love an I love like big little thing you know what I mean but a session mm-hmm. IPA just what you just said and I you just helped me figure it out interesting yeah hmm. no uh my husband was trying to get me to take like uh I think it's like a six percenter that we had like I'm just storing beer in the back of my car right now because it's so cold here it's a refrigerator um so I was like <laughs> oh I gotta go grab some beers out of the car so I can do this podcast and he was like just take these and I'm like I don't want those. It's too low alcohol. I need the like seven percenter. <laughs> I mean, if it's cold, that's gonna like help warm me up too a little bit. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'm reading too deeply into. Yeah. I'm like Belgian triple is like my favorite style right now, Ooh. and I keep making them. Oh, so yeah, my like my Christmas beer was a it was kind of like an amber Belgian triple. I used um amber candy sugar and I put some like special bee malt in it. And um mm. so I think some caramel 120 as well. But um I did a 10 gallon batch and then I split it up so I had like 5 gallons of the normal and then I did 5 gallons that I put ginger, cardamom, uh cloves and cinnamon in and it was so uh-huh. good. Mm. Did you just say cardamom? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the ma- that's the drinking word. Everybody have a drink. Really? That's, Lori- that's Lori's Cardam- middle name. <laughs> oh, because of the fucking cider. She loves her cardamom, cardamom cider. Pap. 
I have made a cardamom cider, but I am really into I remember it. it was so good. That's a good, it's, to, it, it's a good flavor. It's an amazing flavor. Mm. Also, cloves. If you want anything to taste mm. like a holiday, just throw some cloves in it. Oh my yeah. God. Holiday ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like kind of. That's what I'm going to around... name my spiced Christmas ale. Hammy. 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 <laughs> Hamilton. Wait, I love that you love wines because you're like, you're all cold in Washington. You love that Chateau Michelle. Is that what you're, mm. you're drinking on in Washington? Lori, I drink boxed wine. Oh, my B. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, what about that Franzia? Our recycling hasn't been picked up in like a month in our town because oh, there's God. such a shortage of um, drivers because they just opened an Amazon distribution uh, center up the road. So all the trash drivers now work at Amazon. Work Wait, at Amazon? We, Wait, that's like into, is that not in Tacoma or? There's one in Bremerton now. Oh, okay. They, it just opened. Like they don't even have a sign. We saw the guys trying to put up the sign the other day in the snow. <laughs> Dude, Amazon, oh, Amazon taking over, man. Yeah. Jeez. Have you guys seen all the uh, Amazon buildings over by Burbank Airport? It's insane. It's like a whole like city. It's a Uh-oh. campus. Yeah. I don't really go to Burbank. I don't know. <laughs> I. It's like, well, I live right off the five now. So it's like, if you're going anywhere, it's like you end up driving yeah. past them and you're just like, what the hell are these new buildings? I love that Amazon. Burbank Airport, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's at the Burbank Airport. Bob yeah. Hope. <laughs> I imagine. Old Bob Hope. Old Bobby. Old Bobby. Oh Old's man. Best airport in the goddamn world. <laughs> um. So we have some exciting news for our listeners. Uh, both Tyler and I, and Sarah Flora Flooring Brewing, we are going to participate in Wibs. <laughs> wow i think what you gotta explain that one didn't get quite the reaction women's international brewing summit beer oh brewing. beer summit I think oh it's beer summit. women's international beer summit so keep an or eye out are... yeah you got to do air horns now air horns <laughs> <laughs> this is sorry this is like my first beer in a couple days many days many many days oh god mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm. no i'm <laughs> loving it i'm loving it hits different hits different that's good yeah. i had a nice workout earlier too okay mm-hmm. okay I had a workout what are we okay. doing for wibs i didn't even know that's cool. yeah Tyler. can i be on you guys's panel yes <laughs> We're not on a panel. We're doing a live podcast with experimental brewing. Oh, shit. Cool. That's right. <laughs> with the uh, old boys. 50% of experimental brewing is excited. And another 50% could could not be bothered. Not. Is not so excited. Could not so, be bothered or is, is voting against it. Seems a little annoyed. But you know what? I won't tell you I won't tell every, anyone who. But maybe, you know, this all the communication has been over email, so it's maybe 
maybe he's stoked. Yeah. I, I have coworkers I, that I can't figure out their tone and I've been working with them for a year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people just like can't put it the energy into the world words. So yeah. The amount of times I've I'm texting Melanie and I'm like, I don't know what her deal is. And she's like, I'm sitting next to her in person. She's fucking fine. Leave her alone. <laughs> Like, okay, I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> oh, I know. All the time I'd be like, is is like Tyler mad at me? It's like, no, it's a voice text. You, she swears I'm always mad at her. And I'm, I'm like, like, Lori, uh, I don't can't, give a fuck. <laughs> you can't punctuate. You can't give me an exclamation point. Just I know. My, my brother here. texts. My brother texts and it ends every sentence with a period. I'm like, he's pissed off at me. Like, what <laughs> is going on? Everyone needs to go to text etiquette at this point. Actually, Wait, Sarah, what? It- yes, but also keep it. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Keep it light. Put an LOL it? in there every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, wait, do you have your own panel for whips? Like, what's your deal? Um, I'm doing a panel with Megan Stone, aka Isbira Carb, on Instagram. I believe that's what's happening. I should. I haven't read my email from them that they sent like last week. Um, but as far as I know, that's what's happening, and we're doing um, basically a panel on marketing. And um, that's basically what I did last year. I spoke last year um, with uh, Nat. Um, which is beers with Nat um, and she's in the UK and it's super fun. Yeah, It's like, I kind of, I kind of wish they would give me like a geekier topic, honestly, because I'm like marketing's boring. Beer yeah. is fun. <laughs> so wait, let's touch on that for a sec because, you know, Sarah, you're known as a YouTuber, social media, Instagram, whatever, but it sounds like you kind of wish you were, I don't know, known for something else. Like, what's your, what is your, th- like, overall thought on that? I mean, I don't wish that I was known for something else. Uh, it's more that, like, I'm not interested in, like, why people know me. I'm more interested in the beer itself. Like, when I, it, it's rare that I get to do this, but when I'm brewing, on my own and I've got like my true crime podcast in my ears and I'm not recording myself. I have the best time and it like reinvigorates me to like want to keep going because I'm like, this is why I'm doing it. This is what I love. It's not like talking to a camera that I love or setting up cameras or freaking trying to get my microphone to work. Never. Uh, So yeah, it's like I like the science behind the beer. I like making beer. I like making things. I'm like I like cooking and doing all the like I'm just like I've always been a crafter, a cooker, like all of the things. If you give me something tangible that I can make, I want to do it. Like mm-hmm. I built <laughs> we have blind we have this like completely useless blind corner cabinet in our cabin and literally never has had anything in it because it's completely useless and horrible. I built shelves that pull out one shelf so that the other shelf can slide into its place so you can actually put things in there. And I was like, yes, this is what I was doing on New Year's Eve. (laughs) She's like this unused space. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm like an organization 
lunatic right now. It is my life's goal to have everything perfectly folded, organized, have a perfect spot, everything. I am, I'm like becoming OCD somehow. I don't know why it's happening. It's just like my new thing. And I think it's mm-hmm. partially because I'm like cleaning the brewery so often. I'm like, now everything else has to be in its own place. <laughs> oh, I want organized my having, brewery. Yeah, I was just going to say. I would. Like, I you don't understand. It brings me that. so much joy. Oh, my uh, God, Sarah. It just came to I know you guys, if you didn't know, she's basically the Martha Stewart of home brewing. We're going to put that out there. Um. Am I just getting into my persona now? Yes. It's Home Brewery Rescue. Starring Sarah Can I just come organize your shit? You walk in. (laughs) You fucking just like tear everything off the baker rack. You're like, fuck this. You fucked up. What? You've got, you're still. I put in pulleys. Yeah. (laughs) Me me and Lori, like we need some help. I. Oh, we'll help you. You can film the pilot. Yes, it'll be. <laughs> we'll be the pilot. Oh my god! Well, I our shit is so trash. You're gonna love it. <laughs> You're gonna be like iodine sanitizer. What the fuck? It'll be she great. saves. Who uses up. that? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes there's a little. You know what? You can use the iodine though. Even the sanitizer kind. Uh, you can check if there is still um unfermented starch in your mash. I've never oh, had yes. it successfully work, but. In theory, it does. Yes. And I love Thank that you, like, dear Angel. Uh, a man will mansplain that to you. And then you're like, can you tell me more? And then they just ghost you on Facebook. And I was like, wait, iodine, iodine or iota for those are the same things? What? Oh, I, I, I do. No, it's, it's actual iodine. Iodine. God, okay. But you can sanitize with iodine, I'm pretty sure. Because it's like, that's what you use to, um, when you're like camping and you're going to die, you put it in the water you find in a creek that'll kill you. Oh my God. I used to be all iodine until I joined SCC and I was like, star sand. Oh my God. Why didn't... (laughs) Lori, I remember the moment that we were chatting and you told me that you didn't realize you needed to sanitize like your bottles or something. No, my bottle caps. (laughs) Your bottle caps. I used oh, to Lord. never sanitize them for good luck. And then one day for I was uh, brewing with, Extra with tasty. our friend West 11th and they bottled some beer and he like made a whole thing just to like, and I was like, oh yeah, I should try that. Yeah. Get a, <laughs> you just get a little bowl with some star sand solution and put them in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now Lori's winning like gold medals in fucking competition. So she's Hell come yeah. a long way. And, and fucking up the rebrew. I feel like you were winning yes. medals in competitions even when you weren't sanitizing your bottle cap. <laughs> yes, that is true. That, That's just Un- proof mm-hmm. of how good you are. No, I think it, honestly, I think it's the power of yeast. And honey. It's a natural. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Honey and yeast saved my ass on many occasions, I believe. Me and yeast have a love-hate relationship right now. (laughs) (laughs) I keep having issues with it, but it's all good. Have you guys tried um, Escarpment Labs stuff yet? Escarpment. I followed them on Instagram. You guys should just reach out. They'll probably send you like a sample pack. Um, 
Shout out to a it's scarf. Good. We love you. Yes. Good shit. <laughs> yeah. Which ones have you yeah. tried? Um, I tried the crispy for a lager I made that was really good. Oh, it turned out amazing. And Ooh. um, their hazy is good. It's like called Foggy London or something. And then um, they de- they have mm. a few kinds of kvike, which I got really into in the summer. I still think I have some of their kvike in the fridge back home. Um, but uh, I've been, I've just been like saving all my yeast in like tubes now and like just growing everything. So I'm just like creating a bank at this point. Nice. Okay, I have you- a microscope back home that I haven't even opened yet. Okay, nerd. <laughs> how are you keeping... Uh- like test tubes of yeast in your fridge you have like a little wooden test tube holder what's going on wooden plastic first what? of all Come we're on. not in the 1900s <laughs> um go on amazon i know i have test tubes for yeast it's not hard to yeah it's, it's not cost hard. nothing and you just get you could just order syringes on amazon as well and I'm saying Amazon. They're like literally ruining my trash service over here. <laughs> well, they're literally ruining Amazon. the world, kind of. Look at this. What? Look at that. Yeah, I mean the ones I have are like probably half that size. I think I only have like 15 milliliters. Tyler, but like if you make yeah. a that's starter like what you enough put in breast advance, milk in. What are you doing? What? I don't know. I bought like 50 and I gave half to Marvin because we're like hashtag hey. not a mother. <laughs> Yeah, what breast? Did you just say breast milk live that on air? Like a, yes, um, that's cool. You gotta beat that. that. Sounds, again, <laughs> another organized. This is why you have to have the home brewery rescue up and running. Yeah. You're gonna like. You're like. Oh. I just. I should write a book like uh, OCD for the home brewer. <laughs> I have three bottle cappers. Why? Why do I have that? Why? I, I have two. Only one works. Nope. I had three. I threw one away. I think I, I might have thrown two away. I might have two still, though. Okay, we do two have work. to wrap up soon, but I have a couple of quick cues for you just to like leave people wanting more with, with the major deets. What I have you... one more, too. Oh, yeah, and Tyler does, too. <laughs> First, I want to know, and you might have already said it, your current favorite yeast. Girl, tell me the tea. What's up? Mm-hmm. This is gossip. Brewed up exclusive. That's a hard question. Jeez. Mm-hmm. You have to choose. It is a hard question. Okay, uh, just uh, like tell me your top three. How about that? Um, um, the, uh, I'm, do you want me to like tell you the brand? Yeah. I'm going to remember the name, but not the brand. Here, I'm going to Google. Um, Google. Googs. Okay, so um, for my Belgians, the Y yeast Belgian Ardennes. Um, mm. That's my mm. favorite Belgian currently. Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> wow, I feel like I'm being judged. <laughs> I know, it's fake no. judging you. Um, honestly, I Do love you use that for a tripel or? Yes. Dry yeast gang. Mm-hmm. I love dry yeast. Um, Solid SO4, man. Oh, SO4. Dude, just, English. English ale yeast. Yes. SO4 Beautiful. is the best, dude. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, that blue. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, uh, uh, I'm trying to think whose Voskvike I used. Um, 
Lalamond or oh, actually, everyone has like a boss. Yeah, huh? everyone Everyone's a got a boss. You know, what I might kind of have used the Lalamond. I don't little, remember. Mandro- it's Mandro- been Mandro- so long. Has little one. Too. If it's if it's dry, it's probably Lalamond. Or it. I don't. Mandro- you know, I don't know if it was. Um, but you like the Voss strain. I really like the Voss strain. I've used the Hornendal as well. And I don't like, I made like a whole series of pale ales with the Voss this summer and they were all fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, and they was, they were all brewed in the garage. So it was like 120 degrees in there. Like literally I clocked 120. You put it to the Um, I am fermenting under pressure though too. So there's always that. Um and uh yeah, I you know, I got to give a shout out to Escarpment Labs for their uh their crispy. I really liked that. Now I want to try that cuz I've been like, looking I've been like seeing that. I would like to shout out Escarpment as well. Um <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> free yeast, free yeast. Um Please do. Uh, pressure fermenting. All right, sorry, not to like we don't have to drag this out, but are you? No, I'm are obsessed you... with pressure fermenting. Like, okay, I will so drag this out forever. Mm-hmm. It's su- it's successful for you because I'm hearing like yeah. both both sides of the. Okay, cool. For are like longer, I, I have I have three pressure fermenters. That's the only way I brew anymore. I don't Holy do shit. anything non-pressurized. What? No temp control. I have temperature control on one of them. My brew belt system, the 14 gallon, it's got a Peltier uh, heating and cooling, but I yes. set it at, I set it at 68. It usually hovers between like 72 and 66, depending on the season. Um, but I have some of those keg King um, pressurized fermenters. That's what I brought up is the smaller one of those. Um, and if anyone's seen my videos, like you'll see me using these cause I've been using them like pretty much nonstop since summer. And um, it's fucking remarkable. It's insane. All right, it, I feel this... like all of my brewing problems were solved. Like, wow. not even joking. Why? Hold on. You can ferment a fucking lager at 70 degrees. Oh, what? Is it is it yeast dependent or is any yeast, is there anything different with the yeast? Do you have to use more some specific strains? Are, some yeasts are more pressure sensitive than others. But okay. I haven't even paid attention to it, and I haven't had a single problem. I haven't had a fermentation go south at all since I started hold pressure, on. Hold pressure on. fermentation. Hold, hold, Lori, get into it. To I'll send you a fucking funding valve. <laughs> fucking do it. Hold on. You can do it in a keg. You can you can ferment in a keg under pressure if you have a funding valve, and it's just a ball lock. Actually, I have one, Lori. Hold can- on, I'm gonna ask my my mommy, Tyler. Can I do that in my anything that I have? You sure I can't can. Do, you, can't, you can't do that in a carboy. No, that's not. Ugh. No, no, but carboy. it has to be either pressure rated or a keg. So it has to have the-, the ability to have pressure. We got. We'll check the pressure. The pressure rating on the 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 G Poppy conical but there's a tri-clamp fitting at the top that you could put a, a spunning valve on yeah. or yeah you could just do a keg you have you have a bunch of yeah kegs. what about what about in the delta sorry delta i'm gonna put you on the spot here uh i think the delta you can only get up to 
three PSI. Okay. So that's that for aside. Transfer. Yeah, uh, you guys have the eight gallon one. Sure do. Yeah, sure do. Yeah, I have the same one. And I the <laughs> let me tell you what happens if you overpressurize it, you bend <gasps> the clamps. Oh fuck. Ruh, so don't do it. Trust okay, me, well, don't not, do it. Not with this. Not today. <laughs> so you're fermenting. And I was just transferring. <laughs> and there's like pressure, like I'm CO2 pressure going in from a, a source outside of the fermenter. No. It's from the, the fermentation. The yeast produces all the CO2. Oh, so there's no airlock. No airlock. A spunding valve replaces your airlock. And then what is and the And a spunding valve... A spunning valve is just basically a pressure regulator that only will allow a certain amount of pressure to be released. So you can set the pressure on your spunning valve and it has a gauge of what the PSI inside the tank is. And once it exceeds that set pressure, it will release the gas. Yeah. So it's like, we'll release the gas if we need to. And because the yeah. environment is so pressurized, temperature yeah. is not even an issue it's, at that point because yeast is just like, we're getting our job done yeah. right now. Wow, guys. Yeah, it's like, I think within like 20 degrees, you're fine. Um, mm, and like, especially if huh. you want to make a, if you want to make a Kvike lager, like you're set. Wait, oh a pressurized God. fermenter with just not even a Kvike, just like a regular lager yeast? I'm sorry. I I've feel like it. this is gospel right now. We should be spreading this word to. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like this hasn't taken the entire brewing industry by storm. Um, you know what I was uh reading when I, I feel first like it started. Has, no? I I mean it's like you know I have, why do I have a huge it, glycol robot? I should be doing. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's but... way better than the glycol. Pressurized so fermentation has been like all over YouTube for like at least a couple years people yeah. doing lagers Tyler I don't look and I don't know apparently how to in do commercial <laughs> apparently in commercial breweries a lot of times they will do their lagers under pressure oh to, that makes sense um, they increase. don't for yeah and because you can lager in like three weeks instead of six mm-hmm. so okay, it's so not only fermenting time. you could pressure you can condition have a fermented beer in a week Martha Stewart of homebrewing. How dare you <laughs> come in here? Laura, you should, this. you should try pressure fermenting. You, you, you have to do it. Sunny are like 20 over. bucks. Sarah, I'm coming Sarah. over. I'm going to go for a swim in your pool first. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna You're going to have to wait. I got wetsuits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to wear, we're going to wear, actually, we're going to drunk first. Then we're going to talk. This is a whole nother conversation. I was not prepared for this, by the way. This is very exciting. Damn, I should have, when you guys asked me what I want to talk about, I should have been pressurized fermentation. Yes, the pressurized fermentation gospel. We have talked about it. This is amazing. So if you're listening and you don't have a guy called Chiller, you don't have a Keezer or whatever the fuck, pressurized fermentation this people are definitely people are definitely getting into it they they buy the firmzilla that's like made for that firmzilla um and then any of like the a lot of the stainless steel conicals are like pressure rated for it yeah Um, stainless ones are deaf more expensive to get a pressure rated one for sure the one i have is called like a fermentosaurus and it's by keg Mm. king i think you can get it on Mm. anvil's website wait the fermentosaurus is like like 
Don't they have like tabletop, like uh, brown plastic? No. Conical. Maybe. Is that, uh, hold on, let me see what I actually have. Brown plastic mm. conical. That sounds like the, um, fuck, what is it called? No, so, ah, oh, god damn it. Are all these dumb fucking Honestly, names. I feel like I know, and they I'm all start <laughs> But well, you've probably we, seen the Firmzilla. That's like that plastic yeah. ball. It's got the little the big boy. collection mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That one's pretty um, cheap. I can tell you that fucking ball, if you want a fucking dry hop, do not <laughs> use that. I Don't. My neighbors had one, and we had to, like, rip it apart to get, oh, to get the hops out. It was a fucking nightmare. Yikes. Never huh. dry hop in it. Everybody the little trup, trup like, collector thing? Yeah. In the bottom? It's... it's fucking stupid the um the connection is way too small so it gets super clogged and you can't do anything right it's just stuck in that and it'll hold five gallons of liquid in there just with hops holy shit it's It's stupid Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah the one that i have is meant for only pressurized fermentation so it doesn't have a valve it's all floating dip tube Deep tube. I don't. The floating dip tubes are hit or miss for me. I've ha- I've tried it and it got like choked up. With the like, fermenting the or with a keg? With the brew bill. I don't know. I stopped using it just because it was. I don't know. Maybe I have this the small one. But do you bag maybe. um all your stuff? Do I bag? Do I tea bag? Like bag your dry hops <laughs> and spices and whatnot. Yeah, do you yeah. teabag all your beer? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do the classic donor, the, the muslin bag, and teabag yeah. it in there. That's always my go-to as well, and I, I haven't really had a problem. Man, now I can't guys... find this friggin' uh, thing. Hold it's on, okay. weird, they don't, weird. They don't sponsor do you us. Guys, so. Do you guys rinse out and reuse your muslin bags, or do you just get another one? Get another one. They cost like What? A Are you serious? No. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Whoa. I wash them. It's... I throw them in a dishwasher. Dishwasher. My I used I mean, mine for coffee reuse... and I was like, this is beyond. There's coffee reusable. might be a bit munch unless you throw it in a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Uh I used to use cheesecloth for like stuff that would really stain though. I'm just tied a little knot. Yeah, there's like reusable mesh baggy, like dry hot bags you can buy. That are easily washable. But like the muslin bag, it's like that material sucks to wash. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe because I work at a homebrew store, it doesn't matter. Probably. <laughs> um anyway, wait, Laura, you said you had a couple questions. Were those Oh, it's called the Fermenter King is what I have. Okay, the Fermenter mm, King. The Good Keg Lord. King G three Fermenter King. How I many would, brands have approached called you in the, the Fermenter past? Queen? I might <laughs> be lot. into it. What's your favorite beer to brew? Yeah. Belgian triple. All right. Easy peas. What's my favorite beer to drink? Belgian triple. What's my favorite beer to gift people? Belgian triple. Belgian. (laughs) I feel weird giving people my homebrew as a gift. Is that is that weird? No, you're I a good beer and the beer's it. good. My mom yeah. like has like lists of people that I haven't seen in 15 years that I'm supposed to ship beer to. 
I'm like, you know, shipping's expensive, right? I don't know these people. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it'll be become legal soon. I saw a little post. Shush. From the... It's fine. It's. I mean, I send fine. shit in the mail. It's a sample. Look. FedEx and UPS is legal. USPS, there is a petition going around to make it legal. Listen, I send my beer through the mail all <laughs> the time. Oh, that's so. But I'm going to do that. The general is going to come after you. They, they can. You know why? It's for a homebrew comp. So I'm merely sending a sample. I am not sending an alcoholic merely. beverage to enjoy. Do you get the difference? True. I'm editing this whole segment out. <laughs> no. Beep. <laughs> Before we get audited, brewed up. <laughs> well, Sarah, the, it has been a man just burst through Lori's door. <laughs> Victor, ah, Victor, he's here. It's Victor. He's got his shorts on. Shout out to the Valley Bags. We love you. <laughs> we actually know a postman. We just make fun of him constantly yeah. for having mm-hmm. to work all the time. So, to joy. Mm-hmm. Sarah, it has been a delight and a pledge. I really want to like. I really want to like uh, t- turn this podcast off so we can continue drinking and get rowdy. Um, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving us the exclusives on all things Belgian triple. Yeah, <laughs> get it. Thank you guys so much for having me. I am surprised we didn't do this earlier because this is a blast. Yes. You know, we kind of had to build our following before we had such a, like, celebrity on our podcast. Well, I feel honored, because I would be on just every week. <laughs> We're happy to have you back, dude. Yeah, it's we will have you back. Even a, yeah, we'll Root have up you in back, our circle. 100%. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, shit. I guess that's a wrap, Sarah. Thank you again. And um, thank you all for listening, and please follow our Patreon and Give us money because we need it for like cool stuff and to make our podcast even better than it is now. And catch us at Wibs and with Sarah at Wibs this spring. You'll love it. You'll see a post. You'll remember. You'll register. You'll be happy. Stay safe. Stay COVID free. We love you. Mm. Until next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Brewed Up Podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Want more Brewed Up? Check out our Patreon page. For a few bucks a month, patrons have access to video recordings of our episodes, exclusive recipes, and all sorts of bonus content. Brewed Up is pleased to have the support of the American Homebrewers Association. Consider joining and get access to hundreds of solid homebrew recipes, techniques, community, and of course, random pictures of us brewing. The Brewed Up music is produced by LA legend producer Elusive. <laughs>